Alright, hello, this is Army Talk Retail. I'm Chris Walton. And I'm Ann Mazinga. And we are coming to you live from our very own video studio. And not even right. a podcast studio, we've upgraded it. To no, a video we've upgraded studio. it. This yeah. is basically TRL, but for retail. That's right, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're at the Fusion Group's video studio, booth 5420. Stop by, check it out. And Ann, we've got an awesome guest to kick off the show. We've got David Gugino, goes by Dave. The EVP of supply chain at Walmart. Dave, thanks for being here, man. Absolutely, happy to be here. Yeah, we're so excited to have you. We were just saying before, we saw you on stage at Manifest last year, and it was one of the highlights of, of my year and conferences and being able to hear you speak so candidly on stage. And we're really excited to have you for the conversation now. Um, let's start at the beginning. Tell our listeners who you are and what your, what your role includes at Walmart. Oh, absolutely. So my name's Dave Gugina. I am the EVP of supply chain at Walmart for the Walmart U.S. business. My role includes our import distribution, our inbound kind of consolidation job. centers, yeah, DCs, yeah. FCs, over 100,000 associates across the U.S. And we're moving items to our stores and to customers' doorsteps and more and more frequently into their refrigerators. And what's your background? Like what led you to that role over time? You know, my background is supply chain. I started yeah. in manufacturing with General Motors, was my first job in supply okay. chain. And then uh, spent some time in the brewing industry with oh, Anheuser-Busch cool. and okay. really saw what automation, high levels of automation look like. And then I spent about a decade with, with Amazon and have been with Walmart for the last six years. Has it been that long? Six years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, the big big announcement that hit our that hit the newswire that we wanted to focus on today to start us off was we've been doing a lot around this idea of next generation fulfillment, opening a lot yeah. of next generation fulfillment centers. Can you tell the audience what those are and what those are all about as best you can in a few minutes? Absolutely. So uh, when I started with Walmart, I focused on product or the software that we were deploying in supply chain okay, as well as side. the okay. automation, the robotics side. Uh, and so I've been involved in our next generation fulfillment program really from its inception. Okay. Wow. Uh, we today have three sites live that are okay. considered next generation. Uh, and uh, we're launching, we're what, launching another. What does next Northeast. generation include, like on, in broad terms? Like what are the components of Yeah, that? internally we now call it, we're now on Gen 2, Gen, Gen 3. Right, right, yeah, but, right. Way but ahead, what we've yeah. said. It's the next, you know, next gen. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Originally it was moving from our legacy operations, which okay. was a 12 step process, heavily, heavily manual, had yeah. automation in it, right? Shoe sorters and, and uh, picking systems for Maltese. But, now our next generation systems, uh, they really take a 12-step process okay. and they shrink it to just five steps. It's pretty incredible. And what are the key pieces of that that enable you key, to do that? Key pieces are things like auto-receiving freight on the inbound side with six-sided Cognex scanners. Okay. We then decant the goods into totes that are ingestible by an automated storage and retrieval system. Okay. Uh, we partner with a company named Kanop, which you all yep, yep. probably know familiar with. Well, yeah. yep. So the totes enter the, the ASRS. Uh, uh, and then once uh, customers have demand, associates no longer have to walk or right. drive to bins to get goods. Right? Our associates are walking eight to 10 miles a day or driving if they're in a non-sort uh, facility. Right. And, and in these next generation facilities, really the, the artificial intelligence, the control systems inside the ASRS, they go, they grab the goods and they retrieve them when customers have demand. And then those goods head to our picking stations where over 70% of the time we pick directly into right-sized containers, shipping oh, wow. containers. So That's you crazy. all, I'm sure, get a yeah. lot of boxes at your home, hopefully Walmart boxes. Yes. But uh, Just last week, actually, yeah. I did. Yes. I spent a lot of time breaking down boxes, I'm sure our viewers <laughs> do as well. 
Uh, that's one of my part-time jobs at home. Yes. So the right-sized technology, we can create a right-sized container, 600 uh, an hour is our surge rate for those, those systems. Okay. Uh, and then we have multiple of these systems feeding our picking stations. But essentially, the goods come to the pick station, the right size container come and you literally pick the items directly into the shipping container. So then the last process is you just tape it shut uh, and there's an auto taper that we utilize and then it heads to our shipping sorter and gets routed into hundreds of different sort locations to then head to downstream sortation nodes or directly into customers' Sounds, homes. Sounds very next gen. Maybe we'll have to see it sometime. Absolutely. Dave, you've been doing this for a long time. What what is the most fascinating part of it? I mean, you talk about like everything from like a tape, something that yeah. like automatically tapes the box. Like, is it the right size boxing? Because you can yeah, see when you're talking about it, that kind of gets you. When, when you walk animated. into the facility, I mean, you think you're in like Star Wars or something. <laughs> the, the you know you're in like a, a ship because it's just really floor cool. to ceiling, yeah. 65 feet yeah. of automated storage and retrieval system. You've got. Yeah over 1,800 shuttles traversing the system at any given time. That's pretty incredible, but yeah. I do get most excited about the picking. The, the, uh, the station is phenomenal. Yeah. Our associates absolutely love it. Uh, and then the right size packaging and just marrying the, the, the right size containers and the goods at the same time for you know, a specific customer's order. That is really what's, I think, That's, pretty incredible yeah. about this system. And yeah. it starts with the employees, too. You got to design a system that they're going to want to use and love we, for them to get behind it, right? Totally agree. So we started with a, a pilot facility okay. years ago. Oh, really? I didn't know and that. we actually designed a, like four or five different workstations for both decanting and picking. And the reason we did that is we wanted feedback from our associates. You know, you've probably heard our leaders talk about Walmart's a people-led, tech-empowered yeah. organization. Yeah. So we really think about how do we create jobs uh, that allow our associates to bring them be their best selves to work, right? Use their creativity, their problem-solving skills, their empathy for one another, yeah. uh, and, and focus less on the physicality of the work right. and the repetitiveness right. of the work. So awesome. smart. Well, speaking of your executives, we're going to have John Ferner on later today. Yeah. We're going to be yeah. asking him about Walmart Plus. I have to ask you, because Chris and I have been on ops teams. What does it look like from the supply chain side of things to yeah. get that right before you start rolling that out to everyone and anyone? Well, I have to start with just a Walmart Plus plug. So yeah. I love Paramount Plus uh, <laughs> on my Walmart Big Plus. Yellowstone Big Yellowstone Big Yellowstone guy. Big Yellowstone fan. Big Yellowstone fan. Big Yellowstone season. Fan. Yeah. Like, yeah. wouldn't let me wear my yeah. cowboy hat right, in the right, interview. Right, but, right. Uh, uh, but, so big uh, Pyramount Plus fan. I love the discounts I get on gas. Yeah, that's, so that's key too, yeah. We have, we have horses, uh, my wife rides horses, so we've got a diesel truck, and I'm telling you, filling that truck up is expensive, so when I get to go and get my, my discount, it's absolutely fantastic. But, but the, the biggest benefit of Walmart Plus is the, the scheduled delivery, the yeah. sub-same-day delivery, the, the same-day delivery, the next-day delivery, the two-day delivery, and that's really where supply chain shines and where we come come and, and help out. What what had to go on though behind the scenes before you had to launch that? Like how were you testing it? How did your team specifically have to make sure that that was ready you know, to I, go? I, I would say that we've always been obsessed with delivering excellence for our customers. So there wasn't a whole lot of changes that W Plus brought from that standpoint. Okay. Um, because we, we, we focus on operating safely, we focus on our quality, uh, our service for our customers. Uh, we are making sure that we're, we're running efficient operations. 
uh, so that we can operate at everyday low cost, so that we can give everyday low prices. So I would say that, uh, I wouldn't say we changed the way we were operating, sure. but we're just putting a lot more focus and emphasis on better offerings for our W Plus members. Okay. Right, and that, and that really often uh, comes about in, in speed, right? Okay. And speed doesn't always mean faster. I think customers sometimes want to be time definite. Hey, I'm going to be home on Wednesday. I want everything to show up on Wednesday. Yep. So for example, we've started allowing you to consolidate your orders and get those delivered all together rather than get those three different deliveries across the week. Right? We should talk about that after. Yeah, that's, that's something we've been very keyed on. We just did a podcast on that last week, actually, with a company called Bunch Show. We should talk about that. But yeah. Yeah, so, so it's interesting for you. So for, for you, it sounds like it was more of an evolution than a revolution. Supporting Absolutely. Walmart Plus was more in that vein just something radically different. At Walmart, we are, the one constant is change, and we're constantly evolving and trying to adapt to customers' needs and wants. So we're still doing that with right. W+, uh, but I would say it, we never stopped. Yeah. And it's still a great, the other thing, I'll plug it, it's a great value too, compared right. to the competition right now. It's yeah. like by, by far and away the best value out there. All right, last question, we'll get you out of here on right. this. AI, you know you're going to be asked about it a hundred times. Yeah. Hopefully we're your first interview of the day. So we're the first ones asking you, you about it. So we'll get the most <laughs> lengthy answer to it without you getting tired of answering it. But when you look at AI, and there's a lot of ways to slice AI, but what do you think are the two or three areas in which it will impact supply chain the most? Yeah. Let, let me just give you some real life examples of how it's yeah, impacting our business. Uh, and then maybe I'll hit on the, the biggest piece at the end. So. Our team, we talk about how do we become an AI-first supply chain team mm -hmm. in everything we do. Okay. So one of our critical meetings for running our day-to-day -day business is, is our WBR, weekly business review. Mm -hmm. We started incorporating AI into that meeting. And the way we're doing it, I'll give two examples. Yeah. One is the way we talk about engaging with our people. Okay. At Walmart, we want folks to have, you know, come in, get a good job, and turn into a great career. I just, uh, just promoted two officers this last week who started as hourly associates in either the stores or in supply chain, which is incredible. Yeah. So we want our jobs to be sticky. We want people to stay around. So we've, we actually are utilizing uh, an ML algorithm now that we review the output of in our weekly business review. And it looks at 90 different attributes uh, that our associates uh, that impact our associates, like what shift they're working, whether they showed up early to work, late to work, right. whether uh, their lead time to proficiency, all these different attributes about our associates so that we can have conversations with them and prevent them from those reasons people leave. Right, the, based the, on data, you know? yeah. Exactly. So you use it for objective dashboarding and then going to exactly. the WBR and being like whatever the executive's focus point of the day happens to be, right. which no one's going to know, but now you know, okay, this is objectively been reviewed, let's focus on these metrics. Is that the exactly. right way so, to think about it? Exactly, so in my okay. business review, it's more objective looking yeah. across the network, but it goes all the way down to the frontline leader. Yeah. Who do I need to go talk to right. today? Yeah. There's a signal right. that, that Chris is, is, his lead time to proficiency, he's struggling, and you go and have that conversation yeah, right. and then immediately Chris says, hey, I just need some help. I need yeah. some extra training and you get that. Mm -hmm. And we have seen our attrition improve incredibly since implementing this system. And we just keep iterating upon it. We've done the same thing with productivity. I mean, okay. how many supply chain leaders have you met? There's hundreds of metrics you could look at to drive efficiency within your part. business. Yeah. It is the hardest part. So we're using these, these AI algorithms to surface the most important things, the things that we believe are driving 
you to be more efficient as a site right. or the things that are driving you to be yeah, less efficient yeah. as a site. So I want the audience to hear that because like we just asked the, the leader of the supply chain at the biggest retail company in the world where he's using AI and he's using it as a management tool first, folks. That is a really key piece of insight mm -hmm. that everyone should take away right here at the start of NRF, I think. Uh, absolutely, you? yeah. It doesn't have to be the, the flashy stuff that Start, people are going to yeah. be putting up I mean, on I'm so tired of hearing forecasting, <laughs> like, right? Like, you know, thanks, Dave. Like, yeah. But like, this is different. This And this is exactly why it's such a productivity enhancer. Without a doubt. Too. Without That's a doubt. where I was going next. You're right. <laughs> forecasting, inventory deployment, <laughs> right. you know. Flow channel Unshelf decision, and, and we are doing that too. Yeah, we right. are doing that as well. Of course you are. Of course you are. But this uh, is where you're finding the most value. That's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Pretty cool. At least the first thing that comes to mind, and that's wonderful. Um, okay, well, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, thanks again to our sponsors at Fusion Group for making our coverage of the show possible. Um, stop by booth 5420 to come check everybody out. There's a huge booth. We're in the back. We've got a little podcast studio. Come say hello. And until next time, be careful out there.